0: What's going on, people of the digital world? My name is Chris Kazama, Fight Club Pro Wrestling, Washington D.C. Best city on earth, best wrestling city on earth. And right now, you're laying down on the mat, looking up at the lights, listening to the Three Count podcast. That's right. Don't kick out. Stay tuned. that she raised I got all of your won't change Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, as always, and it seems that I would have a team here, but you know, like I've mentioned in previous episodes, when you give out hot dogs and handshakes, and you run out of hot dogs, and COVID stops you from doing handshakes, nobody else wants to help you on your team. So, it is what it is, but This is now entering the ring, which means we have a special guest for you. Our special guest can be found on DMV, ACW, Eclipse, BEW, WOW, IPW, Nova, MCW, and she is a former MCW Women's Champion. Give it up for Sahara the 7th. Hi,
1: guys. What's up? Namaste, everybody. (laughs) How are you doing? (laughs) i'm good i'm like i don't know about anybody else but like you know tomorrow's thanksgiving so i'm like ready for the food like low-key i've been starving myself for this moment so i'm a little hangry like not really like you know too angry but i'm more so on the hungry side
0: (laughs) okay yeah no i've like i've been practicing so like what i've been doing is like just shoving my face with like lots of food to like expand my stomach so that way like (laughs) Like, I have a 12 pound bird that's just sitting in my fridge right now, and probably eight of it is gonna be with me
1: tomorrow. <laughs> I'm waiting for this turkey and this stuffing and these candy yams and these collard greens and this baked macaroni and cheese. Like, oh, let me get the meat. I'm going for two plates, and then I might go for three. I don't know how I'm feeling, but no judgments here. No judgment.
0: No judgments, because. I I could put down, I could put down every uh, everything. Like, I'm okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I could put away some food. <sighs>
0: you ever get that question, too, where people are like, "Like, where does it all go? And you're like, man, listen, like, there's like this pit. It's just endless right down here. It, just, it doesn't even hit. It just out. That's it. <laughs>
1: uh-uh. I tell everybody the truth. They be like, where does it go? To my thighs and my butt. <laughs> like it don't go to my stomach like yeah I taste it for a little bit but then it's gone like super <laughs> absorbent into it like thighs I'm like Spongebob what was that episode with uh Squidward when he ate the Krabby Patties and it like blew up like from his thighs down? <laughs> and like Spongebob was like am I gonna he's like Squidward's like am I gonna blow up he's like no it'll go straight to your thighs then you'll blow up that's that's me that's me go straight to my thighs then I blow up
0: that's awesome that's awesome i feel like that's the first spongebob reference that we've had on this show
1: oh trust me no actually i take that back
0: this is the second because the first one uh we actually had someone talk about sweet victory because that's their theme song
1: i love i love that episode yo spongebob is like one of those things that it teaches you life lessons and believe it or not spongebob is one of the greatest teachers (laughs)
0: <laughs> daughter, i'm an
1: advocate for spongebob
0: my daughter's been asking she's like do you watch spongebob i was like no i watch clips of spongebob i don't watch spongebob i think it's because it came out like it came out like it after like i feel like a lot of kids like it just came out just after like i started kind of like exiting the cartoon phase but like those kind of cartoons because like i still watch like teen titans like i'm so very much a teen titans go person which
1: i love teen titans go i watch all types of cartoons like like you said it did come out after i was like kind of done with that phase of watching cartoons but i watch anime so like a lot of the cartoon world is still like in my brain but spongebob is just one of those things that if i see it on i'm like up pause stop don't change the channel we about to watch spongebob <laughs>
0: I'm about to turn off.
1: some very real things and like the more I get older, I realize I'm not a Spongebob. I'm more of a Squidward in life.
0: <laughs> Patrick.
1: Yeah, I'm like, I see people, and they be, like, so happy. And I'm just like, it's too early for this. Shut your asses the fuck up. I
0: haven't had a cups of coffee yet. I haven't had my Red Bull. I don't know why you're talking to me.
1: Right. I mean, I don't drink coffee, but I drink tea. So I'm, like, looking at people, like, it's too early for this. <laughs>
0: but I do want to jump into like our first question right so first question is who is Sahara the seventh
1: Ooh, that is a big question um so Sahara was based off of um my actual nationality my family is Egyptian they're from Alexandria which is 30 minutes outside of Cairo Egypt and um Sahara like the Sahara Desert uh my grandma actually named me that because my grandma did raise me and she supported me throughout um everything she just recently passed away so um she basically was like a big driving force in my career so she got to name me and seven came from um I played soccer I was a college athlete I played soccer and basketball my number was seven my dad's football number was seven my mom's track number was seven (laughs) um my sister's track number was seven my brother's football number was seven my sister's track number was seven. like I everybody in our family has had the name Seven. And so Seven is the number of completion and wholeness in our family. So it's just been like passed down from person to person. So when in wrestling, I became Sahara Seven, like it's me, like it's literally Sahara, like which is my actual ethnicity and Seven, which is like my whole family's basically like number and their way of life. So Sahara is just a soul-devouring, savage beauty from Cairo, Egypt, who is the reincarnated queen. She's the last Egyptian queen you will ever see on this planet. So that is her. And if you get in her way, she's going to run you over. She's going to mess you up and snatch your soul. And might as well snatch your jewels and your crowns while she's at it. (sighs) I feel like that's a lot, but it's the truth. It's a way that um, people... Uh, can understand that it's something personal to me, that my character isn't just something I made up out of thin air. It was something personal to me.
0: That's that's awesome, though. And I hear that a lot, like, the best characters are, like, they always say, like, it's an extension of them, but then it's, like, turned up to 100. So
1: they yeah. didn't watch your
0: match. It's funny, because, like, I'm, like, talking to you, like, I like I didn't watch a match with Aja and, like, watch you just, like, destroy her you know in a sense but it's like okay like I've seen the edge and then like meeting you it's like oh okay like you know what I mean like so yeah. it's, and like even like for for me like to kind of open up a little bit um I'm like I'm in my first year I'm still kind of like developing myself but my character is based off of something that I I did right so I was in the military and like that's where my character comes from so it's like very militaristic like he's a mercenary like it's very much like that so it's it's fun to like talk to people about like where they got their character and then like i get to turn on share my story with them and then just like find out like oh yeah it's just that's just me like now if, then much like-
1: here, if it's something that's real to you because uh how they say back in like school like if you're faking it to make it You'll never really make it and you'll never be happy. So it's much easier in wrestling to be a character that you know you already are. Like, just take something of yourself, magnify it times a thousand, and then amplify it times a thousand, and boom, now you're walking, talking, living, breathing. You're really that person.
0: Yeah, I, that's why I can't wait because I start cutting promos and like, God is hurling insults, and people are like, Well, that doesn't sound very militaristic. I was like, Has anybody seen Face? Like, you know, me the eighteen. Like that's all that dude does. Like, it's who I am.
1: <laughs> exactly. And it's like you just have to pick and choose pieces of things. Like, for instance, military a lot of people think stoic and always straight faced and you know, always serious. I've met so many people as wait, pause. Before I even say that, my father is a military man and believe it or not, we call him Cool Breeze Carl, so <laughs> if that can tell you anything like he's yes he's serious when it's when it's time being but like when he's jaw jacking that man is funny like he's got like one-liners he's like quick on his feet you know like right back at you so military always doesn't mean stoic so i'm glad you're taking it in the sense of if this is me but military is also part of me i'm fusing the two and then this is now what you're getting exactly and exactly. there's always, always people who always want to talk you into changing your gimmick. Don't do it. If it feels real to you, and it's like it's working for you, it ain't working for them, but it's working for you, don't change your gimmick. Don't do it. I like Don't that. do it. That's don't do it. Advice. I've had so many people try to do it to me, and then turn around, I see they try to put my gimmick on a regular degular shmegular girl down the street and it's like it's not working for her but it's working for me but they wanted me to change my gimmick why that's because they see something that they can you know work with and they can mold so if it's true to you keep it for you you know what i'm saying
0: so yeah
1: actually out there
0: <laughs> no it's so lit because um this is the first time that like i've heard someone like say that like not in a sense like but like if it works for you like stick with it right because it reminds me of um there's a, a, a runner back in oh my god it's gonna date me 1996 in the atlanta in the atlanta games right um his name was michael johnson he was the fastest man he ran the 200 and the 400 he was legit like just and he was so cool about how what he ran like he just knew like all the steps like to the t but what made him special was his running style and like track coaches used to tell him all the time like hey you know like how much faster you would be if you did this or if you tweaked that he's like you know how what you could look like if you did this? He's like, Yeah, I could look like the rest of those guys who are running behind me. So that's why I'm gonna do what I do. And I'm like, Oh, you saying that just reminds me of that. I'm like, yo, that's powerful.
1: <laughs> it's the truth though. Like it's it's for me and like my friends in the business, it's all happened to us and it's like we've gotten legions farther just being us and ourselves than trying to change into what such and such and somebody else over here said, whatever. It doesn't work that way. It always works, like I said, if it's true and it's real and it's authentic to you, then it gets you way better, like gets you, you know, gets you to the higher elevation to where you want to be versus some playing that part that you're not even meant for. And that's very true on on TV too. You see a lot of people playing characters that they're not really and then it doesn't work for them and they get repackaged into something else and they keep getting repackaged into something else and the repackaged and it just it's not them. You got to work with what you're, you know, what you're given and what, what's for you is for you. What's for you may not be for somebody else.
0: I like that. I like that. Actually, so that kind of, like, segues, because it is, you know, it's one of the hardest things to kind of, like, do in, in pro wrestling. But I'm kind of curious, like, what do you think is the hardest part about being a pro wrestler?
1: Um, Ooh, <laughs> there's so many hard things. Um, Body conscious image. Like, you want to, like, people think a pro wrestler, especially a female one, ooh. Sorry, somebody's calling me. Hold on one second. <laughs> sorry. I <laughs> feel so bad. Somebody just called me in the middle of this. I'm sorry. But um, they think that a female pro wrestler looks a certain way, talks a certain way, acts a certain way, you know, whatever, whatever. That's not true. There's ones of all sizes, different shapes and talk different ways and, you know, have different attributes and things like that. So it's always hard, like, for wrestlers especially in the independent scene to be who they really are because they're putting, they're being put up against these standards that are just like made up. It's also hard to like have a love life in the business and outside of the business It's also very hard. Family, family is very hard. Um, Like you don't get to see them a lot. Like you're always gone traveling, especially if you're like doing this for like a really long time and at an accelerated um, caliber it's like when you're doing tours and stuff, you don't get to see your family for a while, you know, it it, it takes a toll on you. So like, I always say the rest of life is not for the weak, it's for the strong hearted and the strong minded, because there are going to be days where you don't see your family or months or weeks. And there's going to be time where you don't see your significant other or you know what I'm saying? It, it It's just so many things, you just have to be physically and mentally strong. So those are like, a cute, a couple of key things that you know in the wrestling business that no one told me about when I first got into it that we're gonna that we're gonna be hard so I just would say that those are the things that are very hard being a pro wrestler especially a female
0: yeah I feel like I feel like that's something I hear a lot is that everybody gets boxed in like you know someone will ask you like hey like so what about you what do you do and then I'll be like well you know just like for you know just like how you said right I feel like when I look at places like WWE, if you have a look, like you're going to be this person, right? So like Ruby Riot, for instance, like she's a very talented wrestler, but she's always gonna be like that punk, like look, because, you know, they're like, yeah, you, you just look like a punk star. That's, you're the punk person or like, oh, you have like nice hair. You're the, you're the pretty one. Like, so there's all sorts. Like I see it a lot and I'm just kind of like, "Mm." but like when I see it for myself, too, and I tell people, like, I'm military, all of a sudden, like, we were talking about, right? Like, everybody's like, yeah, you're, you're stuck, you're headstrong, like, you, no emotion. I'm like, no, 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 I want to be like Ryan Reynolds. That's who I want to be. So, yeah, I can understand that. That's crazy. And then, like, even how you mentioned about, like, the travel, the schedule, like, you know, I've seen, I've seen you, like, go all over the place. Like, you know, you had your UK tour. You were all over, up and down the East Coast. You've been all out towards the Midwest and beyond so yeah I could imagine that the significant other would be like uh, cool with it at first like oh yeah she's a pro wrestler and then all of a sudden like when's the last time yeah. you saw her like I, I don't I don't know
1: <laughs> yeah I gonna say my Japan tour was very hard on um my significant other at the time um it really did take a toll on our relationship and it just was like I spent months over there and he didn't really get to see me besides when we talked you know, when I was going to bed at night and it was bright and early during the day over here, and um, we video chatted as much as we could and we like called each other as much as we could, but it's, you know, it's just not the same. And like you said, yeah, he was always like, yeah, my, my girlfriend's a pro wrestler, da da, da 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 And it was always cool to tell his friends, but then they'd be like, well, oh, when was the last time you seen her? You know, and they're like, he's like, uh, like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man, that's hard
1: so I mean you know when you're doing year tours and like some people do three years some people do four years five six you know what I'm saying like some people just stay over in the country that they're in and it's just like it's hard that's that's one of the things that I always tell people if you're getting in the pro wrestling business you really need a good support system behind you
0: yes that's definitely um but with that, having, like, a lot of support system, there's got to be something that's, like, given in there. So, for me, I need to know every wrestler, every announcer, every commentator, every ref, whether you're heel or face, everybody has one of these. I got to know what yours is. What's been, like, your favorite fan interaction?
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so at MCW, um, there is a announcer and – um. He's like basically like a hands-on deck type person. Like he does a lot like video production, stuff like that. Um, him and his sister uh take care of their his daughter, and his daughter's name is Aslin, and she actually wore a tutu made of tool to match my brand new gear at um one of the MCW shows where I actually I think that was when I won the title, the MCW Women's title, but. Before that, she used to come up to my table every time and, like, talk to me. And I would just, like, stand there and hold her hand. And people were like, is this your daughter, Sahara? I was like, no. I was like, this is my little best friend. And I would just, like, sit there, like, you know, this is before COVID time. But she would just sit there. And I I still have the picture. It's on all my social media. It's, like, the cutest thing ever. We're, like, matching. I'm in my gear, bending down, hugging her. And she's just smiling from ear to ear with her little matching tutu like stuff like that makes me like really really excited I have no kids of my own so it's just like not that I don't want any kids but I just don't have any right now but like that right there just like uh, like it just makes me happy and it's just like things like that like I just makes me think that wrestling is forever and like wrestling is for everyone like any and everyone like she's a little girl and she'll probably remember that like when she grows up regardless if she stays a wrestling fan or not but just she'll remember like her dad and her aunt taking her to these shows you know and like her meeting this girl that looks like her you know another like she's a little black girl and I'm you know I'm obviously a black girl and she's like she just remembers like seeing someone you know their like representation there that looked like her and was capable of these amazing things you know So that right there is, like, to me, is, like, just, like, is, it tugs on my heartstrings and it low-key makes me cry, like, in a good way, because it's one of those things that you never really stop to think about when you're, like, thinking about yourself in, like, wrestling. You're, like, you know, you're, like, oh, I gotta make sure I'm really good. I make sure I'm on my skills, but you don't stop to think, be, like, hey, that little girl in the front is, like, watching me and, like, she's, like, eyeballing me, like, she's adoring me you know, you don't stop and think about that, because I didn't stop and think about that until I met her, and I was just, like, that right there is, like, one of the best joys in wrestling, like, it's, like, one of my favorite things, is, like, being, you know, I don't want to say I'm a role model, because I'm in no way perfect shape or form, but (laughs) just being someone that someone looks up to, like, little girls, little boys, whatever, like, they're just, like, oh, my gosh, like, that's Sahara, like, she's so great, and it's, like, for those, like, five, ten minutes I'm out there, and they're, like, she's so great, I love her, or some of them hate me because I'm a bad guy, and they're like, boo, but she's like the coolest bad guy ever, but boom, you know, (laughs) whatever, I don't care, they're like, they're like, they're like, you know, like, she's bad, but I just like her so much, and even when I'm a bad guy, I still stop and take a picture with them, and you know, because you never know how much you make their day, and just that one instance just changed my life forever in wrestling
0: that's awesome that's a great story too and especially like how you talk about like yeah you know, I, I i hear about it like with people like wanting to be like when they're the bad guy like people people get attract. it's weird how people get attracted to like bad guys like heels right yeah because like like when i think about like mjf mjf doesn't take pictures with people and if he does he's like doing something in a photo to like show like hey i'm still like this prick and it's like people are like oh i really like him like why
1: why why do you like him it's the same way everybody's like yo she is a bitch but why do you like her because she's a cool bitch that's why
0: (laughs) oh man that's awesome that's awesome um so it's like you navigate through your business right like i'm just kind of curious like what advice would you give to future and upcoming wrestlers
1: um well we kind of like hit the nail on the first one which which is stay true to yourself you know what's for you is for you What's for you is not for everybody over there, and it's not for everybody over here, um, dude. Hone in on your basics because the basics can save your life. Like, I'm probably gonna get heat for saying this, but sometimes the basics will save your life when you don't really, you're not that great at all the the flips and the the tricks and the, this and the, that and the spots and duh, 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 you know what I'm saying. They'll save your life, like you know. Prevent you from taking a bad bump, you know, taking a bad fall or something, you know what I'm saying? Just save your life. So really hone in on your basics and just be a sponge and and like soak everything up. Like you're never too old to learn something. Like you just always got to be open minded. You got to be coachable and teachable and you just have to soak everything up and like just always be learning. That's what I do. I always learn. Like people be like, you've done so much, but yeah, there's so much I still have to do. Like I still want to do. And I still take advice from any and everyone who's willing to give it you know like there's just never a time where you stop learning like
0: I see it on social media all the
1: time people are like I was this today years old when I learned this and I'm like see you're still learning you're still learning and that's a very real thing in in wrestling there's a thousand ways to do this there's a thousand ways to do that there's you just got to be a sponge and soak it all up. There's no right or wrong when it comes to learning. There's right or wrong ways to do things, but there's no right or wrong way to learn something. Ask questions, be, you know, be coachable, be teachable, like just be in the moment, be present and don't take yourself so seriously and don't take your life like for granted yeah just
0: i've been learning that lesson recently actually not trying to take myself so seriously
1: <laughs> yeah don't take yourself too seriously like dude i took myself so seriously like the first couple of years i was like i got to do this i got to do that stay here blah, blah, blah. and it was just like I started overthinking way too much and it just really started affecting my work and then like uh, i don't know I want to be so vulgar with it but i was just like man fuck it i was like i am so over all this I'm going to be me. I'm going to do what I know how to do. And ain't nobody about to stop me. So that's I started getting, achieving my goals, like hitting the goals that I didn't even think I could do. Like, I didn't even know I was that good at this, but pff, as soon as I was just like, boom, let it go. Like, just go, go with the flow.
0: No, I like that. I liked that a lot. Actually, that's now the more i'm starting to think about things i'm like yeah i kind of i can do all that like all right that's (laughs) bad
1: you can achieve anything you like set your mind to there is nobody stopping you there's nothing physically blocking you besides your own self
0: very true very true very all the facts are being spit right here man i gotta be honest (laughs) it's crazy all right but those are it for like all like the big hard-hitting questions but we got to get into the best part of this show, which is the three count podcast, ten count questions. Here's how it works. We're gonna fire off a, yeah, we're gonna fire off a bunch of questions at you rapid fast, as the first thought that comes to your mind. Okay. But to make it even worse, we're gonna put imaginary timer on the clock. Okay. And here we go. Smackdown down raw.
1: SmackDown. Favorite movie? Favorite movie, ooh, Queen of the Damn, baby.
0: Let's go, let's go with some Aaliyah. Let's go. Uh, Jazz or Jackie?
1: Oh, no, <laughs> neither. You will not make me pick. I love my aunties, neither.
0: <laughs> favorite actress?
1: Oh, favorite actress, ooh, Angela Bassett, baby.
0: Let's go. I love watching her in American Horror Story. I ain't going to
1: promise.
0: Favorite comfort food?
1: Oh, man. Tacos, macaroni and cheese. (laughs) Crab tips?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Favorite social media platform?
1: Ah, Instagram or Twitter. Either of the two. They're linked together. That's why I'm so bad at it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Biggest pet peeve?
1: Oh, I can't fan arrogant people. Oh, God. I can't do it.
0: <laughs> Me neither. Can't <laughs> do it. Favorite podcast?
1: Uh, um. Okay, so my favorite podcast, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but it's about the girl um, who reads murder mysteries on, I can't remember the name, her name right now, it's off the top of my head, but basically she reads, like, Murder Mysteries and AMSR, like, they're, like, whispering boys. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> okay. When you go back and find it, you need to send that to me. I've been I've been looking for, like, new podcasts to listen to, so. Yeah.
1: But it's so funny, because she, like, <laughs> even when she, like, gets, like, surprised, she goes, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel like I should do one of these interviews one time, just an ASMR and see how people react. It would be dope. (laughs) So nominate one person that you would have on this podcast.
1: Uh, My sister, Renee Michelle.
0: Bet We would definitely, definitely be looking for that one. And then last but not least, it's funny because you've been kind of dancing around it, but I need to know what's your favorite curse word.
1: My favorite curse word. Oh God. (laughs) <laughs> Motherfucker, bitch, <laughs> cunt. I say it all. Like I don't care. I'm African. We curse ten times more than the normal person. So you might hear me say, suck your mama you fucking pussyhole. Like I'll say that shit all the time. So <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> but well that's it for the ten count questions. All I need from you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you.
1: Ah, you can find me like I said on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, you can find me at Sahara underscore 007, like 7 o seven. Um, don't tell anybody I did that. But
0: on
1: on Instagram, yeah. I am on Instagram. It is Sahara the seventh, and like it's spelled out T H E the number seven and then T. H. So that's my Instagram And um, Facebook is Sahara7 I have an official uh, Facebook page on there And uh, pretty much other than that I don't think I have any other Yeah, no, I don't have any other social media profiles <laughs>
0: <Exactly>. <laughs> But
1: I mean, I'm always on social media So you guys are more than welcome to like, comment, subscribe And all that stuff And I really do try to get back to people as much as I can Even though sometimes my inbox be over flooding But <laughs> Never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet. You know what? I was just talking about this with another person, and I had mentioned about how weird it is that they probably get because, like, I didn't get a response at first, and then then they open up and they saw it was me, like, sending a message, and they're like, "You have to see." I was like, "No, no, no." I, I totally understand because the random DMs that you're probably getting, like, I are creepy. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. And all of a sudden, you have like one person to write in, just like, "Hey." Uh, I host this podcast. Like, do you really? Do you really? Yeah, like, I, sometimes
1: I'd be like, sir, what is the name of your podcast? <laughs> yeah. Let me look this up. Right. <laughs> do you know anybody that I know?
0: And then you look. Play,
1: that's a very real thing. Wrestlers play telephone. We call each other and be like, hey, you ever heard of this place? Hey, you ever heard of this podcast? Yep. So now you can always use my name as a reference and I'll vouch. But like, I, I know them very, very, very well.
0: And. You know, the host is really cool.
1: Yeah, like the host is really cool. He's a really (laughs) cool dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But that is it. That's our show. This is the Three K Podcast presents now entering ring. I am your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. Here with Sahara Seven, and tune into the next episode and be there or be somewhere else
1: or be a fucking square.
0: Oh, they're leaving that in
1: hey guys it's the host of the three count you know Chaz evans here make sure to let you know that i don't run shit i don't do shit i just talk shit and uh make sure you subscribe to our podcast um what else did you do you should also follow us on all social medias that's the facebook at three
0: count podcast the instagram at three count pod and the twitter at three count underscore pod also if you like us a lot a lot you should definitely buy a a
1: t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash 3CountPod, and that's the number 3. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E, because you're not going to find anything. So, make sure you follow us at 3CountPod or 3Count underscore pod on Twitter, and buy a shirt. Be there or be somewhere else.